You're listening to the Ready to Go podcast, where we equip Christians to engage culture with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to the Ready to Go podcast. I'm John Christensen, again with Jeff Framke. We are currently in a short series on common worldviews, and today we're going to be talking about Mormonism. What do we do when they come to our door? How do we lovingly interact with them at work and at school and in our neighborhoods? So I think, Jeff, it might be helpful, kind of like we did with Islam, to maybe first lay out some of the common beliefs with Mormonism and maybe some of the differences with Christianity. Would you would you kind of highlight some of those? Sure. Um, well, they first and foremost, they believe in Jehovah God, which we, of course, believe in Jehovah God. Uh, but that is a different um, Jehovah God. It's not a Trinitarian one, nor... Um, is he the only one? Uh, they are a, um, uh, they believe in uh, uh, many, many gods. Polytheistic is the word. Um, they believe in an afterlife. So that's, that's, that's a common ground. Um, obviously different ways to get there than the Bible teaches. What are some of the common ways you see them talking about to get there? Oh, um, well, it's, it's through good works. Yeah, it's works righteousness, um, which every false religion in, on the planet is the same. I mean, you know, that's one thing Satan kept doing <laughs> when he orchestrated these false religions is, you know, earn your way. But you'll hear Mormons say, no, I, I, I trust in Christ. He, Christ is my Savior. Yes, yes. How do, how do you weed through that, Jeff? That's a really good point. Um, you really have to define terms with Mormons. And, you know, quite frankly, John, we rarely encounter Mormons out on the street, which is not a bad thing, but um, just a word of caution. They can say, you know, it's by grace we're saved. And you have to say, tell me about grace. What does that mean? And what does saved mean? And ultimately, understanding what they do believe, which is works, and, you know, that's how they get rewarded, because there's different levels in the afterlife with Mormons, and it's based on their performance. Here. So just understanding that, I think, is, is, is the big claim. Because when they say things like that, you'll a red flag may go off and you'll say, tell me what that means. Get more specific with that. How do you define that word? And I think their afterlife definition is pretty different, too. Like you said, there's different levels in the afterlife. There's first, second, third heaven yeah. that they talk about. You know, and that ultimately, uh, they believe that everyone is ultimately going to become a god, whatever that means. I mean, that's... Yeah, and they'll rule their own planet. Hard to define, too, yeah, and and rule their own planet. And a lot of the Mormons I've talked to, Jeff, actually don't even, some of them don't even realize that. Um, You know, when you you mention, like, you know, becoming a god and ruling ruling your own planet, they'll be like, what? What are you you talking about? Because I think they they try and use such Christianese words that that it makes it difficult to to weed through all this. But when when they come to your, your door, Jeff, like, what? What would you suggest people do? Like, how, how, do you, how do you engage engage the Mormons? Invite them in. I mean, Mormons are so nice. They are really, really nice people. I've had um, uh, at least one encounter with Mormons that came to, to my door and I invited them in. Hey, can I get you anything to drink? Uh, tell me about yourself. What, how long have you been a Mormon? Uh, you know, just to get to know them a little bit. And then, um, you know, slowly transition. Um, you know, I, I would like to, in a respectful way, kind of control the conversation a little bit. So by asking them questions, I think, you know, helps and, and shows them that I'm interested in them. And I will do that just to 
you make sure that um, who I'm dealing with and what, you know, if they have any wacky beliefs other than what Mormon, the Book of Mormon teaches. And where do you go, Jeff, with questions as far as like, where are you trying to steer that conversation? Yeah, I, I first and foremost, I want to see where they're at with the Bible. Um, I think most Mormons believe in the Bible. And I don't know if all Mormons do, but I think most do. And you, so you can use that as common ground to point out things that will flat out, I mean, show them that, wow, what they're, what they're being taught is, is not what the Bible teaches. So I like to go to Isaiah chapters 43, 44, and 45. And what I've done in my phone is I've read those chapters and I've highlighted all the verses where God is talking about, I am the only God. Apart from me, there is none. There is no other God. And I mean, these are chunks of verses, John. I think there are seven chunks of of God declaring this um, in those three chapters. So I'll, I will read them. And hopefully I can, I can read them all because it's almost like piling on. I mean, it becomes so obvious that God is declaring himself as the only God. And then I'll ask him, how do you, you know, this is, this is from the Bible and you believe in the Bible, right? How do you harmonize this with this polytheistic point of view that you can become a God? And I, I think, too, one of the places that I like to take them as well, too, is just trying to show them where Jesus equates himself with the Father, uh, that he's not just another lesser God, but he is one with the Father. You know, I and the Father are one, uh, says that uh, in a number of places. And and so I, I think that's something that's been helpful for me, too, just trying to talk about the deity of Christ. I don't know if you you go there at all when you're talking with them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's that's a really good one. Um, and again, we've, we've talked about this verse um, in past weeks, but John 8, 58 is a great, great declaration by Jesus that he is the I am that was revealed in Exodus. And the audience knew exactly what he was talking about, and that's why they picked up stones to stone him uh, for what they thought was blasphemy. That's great. Love that John eight fifty eight passage. Do you have other thoughts on Mormons when they come? Yeah, um, someone, and this this gets back to, man, we're always learning. We're always, um, you know, not studying, but we're always learning how to better relate and evangelize to people. Someone in our Friday Go Team group um, sent a link. There was was a, a a chat starting with Mormonism, and he sent this link that I thought, wow, this is really good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember to do this. And the link was a real personal way to approach because the link was talking about how Mormons um, don't feel that they measure up and really inside are not sure what's, you know, where they're gonna end up. Um, And you can really use that as um, to show that, you know, that's exactly what the Bible teaches. You know, so when you pose the question of, how are you doing in your Mormon walk? How are you, do you, th- do you think you're measuring up to all that you need to do? You know, phrases like that can really pull out someone, they get, you know, they get out of defending doctrine at that point, 
and it becomes personal. And I thought that was brilliant. I really, really thought that was a good way to um, create a bridge to these lost people. I mean, they're lost and they'll never feel like they measure up because um, God is holy and they have a conscience and they know that, you know, they're sinners. So, you know, if you can get someone to open up, a Mormon to open up, like, yeah, I don't know, it's tough sometimes. Uh, sometimes it is tough. You can really start using the gospel. The gospel will make sense in that situation. Um, it's like, let me tell you something, I don't measure up. You know, and here's what the Bible teaches about that. We're all sinners, we all fall short. There's none good, no, not one. You know, we go on and on and talk about the commandments. And then the, the good news of what God did, that it's, it's not about do, D-O-O, or T-O-D-O, it's about done. God did everything in order for us to come to him and be reconciled. I think that's gold, Jeff, because I think often we have this perception that people have it all together or that they believe they have it all together, when in reality I think people know they're a lot more messed up than maybe what they put on that they are. I know actually this was the case when I was in Cairo, Egypt, and talking to one of the pastors over there, and this applies to Islam, but it also applies to Mormonism, but he said, you know, the, the pornography epidemic that's sweeping through the world oh. actually is really, in many ways, hurting these workspace religions because, and he was talking about Muslims in this context, but same concept for Mormons, they know that they're not good enough. They know that they're failing in this area. And so I think that this idea of guilt of how, how are you doing in, in your Mormon walk uh, is, man, what a great question to make it personal because you never know if someone is in their heart of hearts dealing with that. Right. And then they need a Savior. Yes. And it opens up to the gospel. Amen. And so our challenge for you this week is to study up a little bit on Mormonism. Maybe you do have a Mormon friend that you can talk to. Maybe maybe you don't and engage in, in a conversation. But be, be ready to study up a little bit on what Mormons believe and, and how to respond to them. You can, you can ask these, these questions about the deity of Christ or, or about the Bible where God says he's only one God. And, and I just love to even ask Mormons, you know, why do you think that, that many Christians view Mormonism as falling outside of biblical Christianity? Like make, make them answer this, this question of, of well, why, why do so many Christians think you're different? And all of a sudden you can dive into, well, what are the key truths that make you a Christian and, and not. And you talk about the gospel and the deity of Christ yeah. and these things, and it's, it's a great way to jump in. So we really challenge you to, to be prepared for when, when they come knocking and to get yourself ready for that. Well, next episode, we're going to continue on this little mini-series we have uh, with Mormons, and then Jehovah's Witnesses will be in the next episode. You know, what, what's the difference between them, Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons? Uh, what's the difference between Jehovah's Witnesses and Christians? How do we respond differently? And how do we ultimately point Jehovah's Witnesses to Christ? And so we're going to be talking about that next time. But until then, keep sharing Jesus. Let's go.